to Cool Cats and Kittens. It is <laughs> Natalie Dukerin here with Nick Dukerin. Here to bring your day slash morning slash evening a little bit of fun. <laughs> I told Nick I had the perfect way to start the podcast. That was funny. Was that was funny. That. Uh, yo, you want to open with that? I was thinking we could close with the Tiger Cat recap the tiger king recap let's do let's close with it okay we'll close with it so if you're into it that way you can tune out (laughs) sorry if you're not into it then you can tune out yeah um but you know we're gonna end off with the tiger king recap (laughs) and i'll save all my thoughts till then sounds good um all right so good morning natalie good morning nick happy birthday (laughs) to you That's all I'm going to sing because I got roasted for my singing voice. You did. Um, But that's not the point. The point is. It was my birthday. We're 25. (laughs) I'm 25. We're 25. You're 30. We're young and spry. Young and spry. Um, So I have some questions for you, Natalie. Oh, this is this is a this is taken from a good friend, good friend of mine, Adam. Okay. uh, Best friend. And he would say. He would always ask, I think he started the tradition, I'm giving him the credit for it, which is, um, what are the top three things of your year? Mm, Top three things of my year? Hmm. Well, number one was getting married, because we got married in my 24th year of life. That's true. Um, I think number two was... I worked at a school and I absolutely loved it. I had to leave the job because we moved, Mm -hmm. but I think that's number two of... um, You really did love that job. I loved that job. I did so much. I did so many things that I had never done before and the people were amazing and... That was a great like work culture you were in. It was. I had the best bosses and the best coworkers and the students were great. It was really fun. It was a Christian school too, so I could like listen to Christian music at the in the office if I wanted to, and it was just nice. Um, and then number three, I think, would be I spent a lot of my twenty fourth year living. Actually, not a lot. The last, the first two months of my year, most of twenty three, but two months in twenty four, living at the beach in San Luis Obispo, California. And that will forever be a highlight. Living at the beach? Yeah. I can see why. It was so nice. And I would say that we live, well, because we live very close to the water, Mm -hmm. subtle flex, um, (laughs) (laughs) that, okay, because you never were able to go swimming in the water at at slow. I mean, you could. It's just cold at the Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. so I'm saying this could, in theory, be an upgrade because you can swim in the water that's five minutes away. It's okay for the best of some things to be behind us, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to try to upplay Lake Ontario out here trying to say it's the equivalent of living at the beach in California. No one's buying it. No one's buying well, it. Well, you know, I, you could try. You could try. It's it's absolutely lovely. Like, for what it is, it's great. And... I do. I'm really appreciative that we get to live here. And we're five minutes from the beach um, and the lake. And there's a really beautiful walking trail. Um, It is really nice. I think largely I've stopped trying to make you happy. This is what I mean. 
Mm-hmm. But when we first got married, mm-hmm. I, every time, I would try to make sure that in every category, your experience in mm-hmm. London, Ontario, beat out every other experience. It was going to be Disneyland on every category. And, and when just, anything wasn't, yeah, I would get so, I would take it so personal yeah. that you didn't love this coffee shop in London more than you loved this one in California or whatever. So thank God I'm not trying to... Yeah, thank God, because honestly, it was exhausting for me. Because <laughs> it just wasn't going to. Yeah, I get it. You know, I get because it. my season before moving to Canada and being married to you, like, was this, like, dream that I had had in my heart, separate from everyone else, separate from you, separate from all these things. And I ripped you from the dream. And you ripped me... No. No, I'm just kidding. No. So, it was just never going to be... I think what it was is, okay, so I we kind of we kind of know because we've obviously talked about it, which is this thing of like, I have a very hard time letting people do good things for me. Mm-hmm. So the idea that someone would pack up their life and move to California, I'm uh, not California, Canada for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I cannot let someone do that mm-hmm. for me. So I need to make sure that I make your experience worthwhile. Yeah. Which I think is just, you're taking on responsibility that isn't yours 100 it's actually controlling i wouldn't yeah. say it's manipulating but it actually is controlling that's a good point i mean it's a very like pure-hearted take on control if you know any of <laughs> it's a very two form of controlling but you're a three-wing two yeah there you go yeah there you go um okay and then what would your top advice oh this is okay no what would your top advice be for 20 year old natalie oh where was 20 year old Okay, she was in... Okay. Um, I think I would just tell 20-year-old Natalie to trust that she's loved. And go into every room already knowing she's loved. Mm. And... Not read into things. <laughs> not read into things, hey? Yeah. Have the lens of... and I, I Was think, that a thing? Like, what would that look like? I think, like, having the lens of, I am actually really loved and adored. And so if you react weirdly to something I do or say, instead of being like, oh my gosh, so-and-so hates me, or oh, I did something wrong. Just being like, eh, something's probably up with that person. Whatever. Mm. Like, I'm not going to take that on. I would say that's something I was not good at when I was in my... When you were 20 years old? Yeah, when I was 20 years old. I thought I, I just wanted to be cool. And then... And now you're pretty cool. People say so, but I will I say this. I think you're cool. I mean, I, when, when you say people, it's your husband. Your husband thinks you're cool. I have no hobbies, skills, or styles, or aesthetics, I guess you could say. What do you mean? That make me cool. I'm not trendy. You know what's weird is... I don't know if it was when we were in London this was the thing, but we got like this rap of being very trendy when I don't think we are. I think it's because we're young. That's probably it. But we, <laughs> I would say we're <laughs> second quarter cool. <laughs> That's, yeah, you always said that. That's hilarious. Yeah, my aim is to be second quarter cool. I never want to be the co- the coolest person, but I no. want to be in the second quarter, if that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense if I just say it out loud? I don't know. I know the quartile. I, I ma- when you say second quarter cool, I automatically imagine the four quartile chart. Right. So it's like if you if you if you had a hundred people in the room, mm-hmm. 
and you cut it into quarters. I want to be and cooler you them than from the seventy-five to of them. them exactly. I want to be cooler than no. I want to be cooler than fifty of them and less cool than twenty-five of them. I want to be somewhere yeah. between fifty and seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. That's like some. That's yeah, your goal. That's my goal that's to the be aim for to you. be moderately. Yeah, I can get behind that. But I think like the cool thing, quote unquote, is literally what I what I learned after 20 and after 21, probably when I was around 21, 22, I started learning this and I've hopefully just continued to grow in it. But it is that thing of walking into the room and knowing you're loved. The stupid cool people walk into a room and quote unquote know they're cool. And so they come off as vibey it's just too it's too much pressure for to be first quarter cool that's like what you have to be but to walk into a room and just know that you're loved that level of confidence can come across i think as cool because then it's like totally not about what anyone cares i'm so secure i'm so confident in myself even in situations like where I don't know what I'm doing, like when I was working at the school, uh-huh. I've zero. I've never done that, any of those aspects of that job before. Mm-hmm. But regardless of my performance, regardless of mistakes I make, regardless of how great I am, knowing that you're loved changes the game. That's it. That's super deep. Super wise. <laughs> super deep. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Okay. I have some uh, some ingrate news. Oh, okay. So I don't know if this segment is going to stay in great news in terms of a title. Oh, okay. okay. But but so we're, I think I'm, I'm trying to bring some level of... In great news. Is that yeah. like what you're imagining? Kind of. But I hopefully, I don't know, maybe there's a better name, maybe not. Okay. Are you ready? First yeah. one. Okay. A man who is 101 years old. Mm-hmm. He survived the Holocaust. <gasps> I saw this. The Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. And now COVID. That's amazing. That is amazing. And first of all, when I read this, I actually didn't know the Spanish flu was within the last hundred years. <laughs> I thought the Spanish flu was, I don't know, in England in the 1400s. Why would it be called the Spanish flu? Maybe because Spain. Of Spain? Yeah, because I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought it was like one of those, like, I, I just kind of lump plagues and the Black Plague happened in, in England, right? I think so. Yes. Actually, my dad just sent me this weird thing about the Black Plague. Which was? That after the 14th century Black Plague, that... Um, it was fake news? No, it solved an overpopulation problem, and quality of life went up. Rent decreased, wages increased, people ate better food and lived longer. That's... I heard someone say that, like, it was... Because that led into the Renaissance, yeah. essentially, yeah. and there was this, like, era of prosperity. Yeah. Which, I don't buy the overpopulation thing, but... I mean, hey, there's a historical argument for it. I just think it has really bad implications. I think the overpopulation maybe is this idea that where society was at, it had not yet learned how to handle the population that it had. That's fair. Because when people talk about overpopulation... No, when I think of people talking about fixing overpopulation, yeah. I just feel like you turn into an evil person really quickly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how do you... Because the for obvious question is, well... If the problem is too many population. <laughs> then who, right? Yeah. And then it's obviously going to be the most vulnerable that yeah. get pushed to the margins. Yeah. And by margins, we mean we're trying to correct population-wise. That's terrible. Yeah. So, but yeah, I heard after the Black Plague, it basically lended, to, lended itself to this era of prosperity. Yeah, which is um, interesting. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, imagine living through the Holocaust, living through the Spanish flu, and then now beating COVID-19. He probably didn't think anything of it. <laughs> probably not. He's I like, I had a cough, but like, <laughs> I've done way worse than this for sure. Yeah. He's like, for there's sure. a pandemic? What? I'm just living my life. I know. I know. Oh, I'm, I, I used to... I think a lot more people are going to live to 100 than mm. in years previous, uh-huh. just because health in general has gotten better. Yes. It used to be a goal of mine to live to 100. I recently saw this clip of this grandma who was 92 oh, yeah. or 4, yeah. something like that, yeah. and they're they're singing her happy birthday, and she goes, I sure hope this is my last one, <laughs> and... and <laughs> I was dying. So funny. And then it zooms in on the granddaughter or something, and her face is like, what? In utter shock. Yeah, in that was shock. a really funny video. Okay. I, I believe her. I, I bet she really does hope it's her last one. Do you think... Because I bet... Okay, hitting 100 is, is a really cool marker, mm-hmm. but I bet at some point you're like, is it really worth it? Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. wonder what age... I don't think I could, but the, here's the thing. I don't think at 30 years old I can sit here and and pretend like, oh, this is the number where I'll be cool to to pass on. Mm. But, like, before that, I'm going to be really one. Like, I don't know. I, I, think, I guess it depends on what you're doing, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't even know how you answer that. Like, is it a quality of life thing? Is it a... Probably. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, I mean, if you're doing something that you find purpose in. It'd be really hard to leave that. That's true. Purpose is probably a big deal. Um, okay. In, in other news. In, mm-hmm. No, still in, in semi-related COVID, but this is like the good news of it all. Um, 78 elephants got freed in Thailand because of COVID. Oh, amazing. What? Yeah. How did COVID lead to... Because people couldn't take care of them because they were social distancing? Uh, that's my assumption. Oh, okay. My assumption... No, I didn't read the article. Just for <laughs> the headline, obviously. So um, we're just giving you headlines. Anything could have happened. Who knows? So basically Dumbo came back yeah. with oh his big gosh. ears. Flew in. Jeez. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> and then started whipping people with his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Looked at Wonder Woman. What? You know that song? Is that a Dumbo song? Yeah. Oh, I actually just remember the the VHS case. Like, I don't really remember the movie at all. I Apparently I watched it a lot when I was a kid, but... So I'm assuming, yeah, the economy dried up for these people who were providing yeah. elephant rides. <gasps> oh, and they couldn't afford to keep them. And they probably couldn't afford to keep them, so they freed. But this is the thing. If the like, let's say you're you're running a like, oh, come come ride an elephant mm-hmm. thing. Um, first of all, I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I went to a elephant. Re- Preserve. Reserve. I went to Elephant Rescue. Oh. It actually was an Elephant Rescue. Big Elephant Rescue. A big Elephant <laughs> Rescue, it was. And and uh, they did a great job convincing me that everything was all... But they said they bought all elephants that were... um, What's it called? They were previously used to, like, log trees. Oh. So a lot of them had, like, broken backs and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and you could tell... <laughs> So, it was really cool. Elephants are so fascinating. And they did have some baby elephants. Cute. But there's no, like, breeding or there's no, um, I I don't know if, maybe there was. But, okay, there wasn't any elephant petting or anything like that. Like, you could just walk around and look at them. And they would get pretty close, but Mm -hmm. you couldn't, like, you couldn't play with the elephants or anything like that. There was Mm -hmm. no elephant petting or anything like that. Um, No, you could. You could do the trunk of, like, an older one, but you couldn't play with the babies or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway. 
I digress. But if you're doing elephant rides, mm-hmm. and then you free the elephants, mm-hmm. first of all, you're probably not doing the most ethical thing to begin with. Mm-hmm. At least from a Western standard, going into Thailand, yeah, we don't think that that's ethical. And so elephant we, riding, yeah, yeah, and so. When they say free, what do they do? Are they driving it back out to the wild? Probably not. No, probably not. Do actually do elephants still live in the wild in Thailand? I have no idea about Thailand geography or animology. Is animology the word? I have no idea. That was good though. It's you're twenty five. Cool. You're smart enough. You can this, make up words. This now. is why people think I'm cool. Because you make up words. Because I know I'm loved. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, good news, I guess. But I'm like. Yeah. I don't know. I have a lot more questions, which I could have probably read the guard call, but I didn't. That would have been my further All right. Question. Well, I could look it up for 25 minutes. Don't even... <laughs> I If I am researching something, I'm also talking. I'm not just zoning out. Yale. This is the third piece of uh, mm. Yale's happiness course, which is the most uh, popular course that Yale provides. Mm-hmm. They're offering it for free online. That's exciting. I heard. I heard something about that. I don't know if I would do that. I wouldn't. I thought about it, but I wouldn't. Why is that? I don't want to know. Why? I don't want to fail at being happy. I don't want to feel powerless and trapped. No, it's probably going to be something like, no, happiness is the choice. And I think I know what my answer is, but I'm not teaching a Yale course on happiness. So (laughs) I thought about it. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And then I'm like, what am I? This sounds so stupid, but what am I trying to learn? Jesus is my joy. I think happiness is more around contentment. Yes. Then, which I think is an obvious thing because you, like, people are happy all over the world. Yeah. And it's not correlated with having more stuff. Yeah. Actually, well, there's a thing where your general happiness does kind of increase, increase when you're yeah. when you're poor as you accumulate more stuff. But there's a tipping point. Yeah. Where, I it, I think it was like eighty thousand or something. But who knows that could have been like ten years ago, five years ago. Like, again, inflation, all that jazz, so I don't know. But yeah. anyway, there's a certain point where your happiness no longer increases after you get that level of of financial security and stuff. So I there's a level of that. But I definitely think contentment plays much much more part than having stuff or anything like that. I would agree. So agree. don't take the course is what we're saying. No, <laughs> or I take it and tell us what you learned. Maybe we'll learn something from you. You know, if it's a if it's a Yale course, it's got to have something good to say. Yeah. Like it, it's probably yeah. like there's probably a lot of scientific studies and things like that, and they'll probably talk about the different aspects of happiness, physical health, emotional health, um, mental health. How do you define? No, how do you define and how do you quantify happiness? Because in order to study it, you'd have to be able to measure it. But how mm. would you? Is it just self-reporting, or probably. how do you? I wonder if there's any... Or, like, chemicals released in the brain. Maybe there's some MRIs. Dopamine, serotonin. Yeah. That's true. Um, We have friends that contributed to this. Not directly, but in in a general sense. Mm -hmm. New York is running out of dogs to adopt. (laughs) And we know two people who have or are adopting dogs. Yes. They do not live in New York, though. They don't live in New York. Um... Yeah, everyone's adopting dogs right now. Everyone's adopting animals. Yo, people are fighting loneliness in New York. I think in New York in particular, because you're squashed into this tiny apartment. Yeah. And if you have a dog, you can walk it. So it's kind of like your ticket outside to go walk around, especially in New York. That's a fair point. 
Yeah, I think people, they needed a lot of people to foster animals, and they found them. People rose to the occasion. People love animals. For now, I'm like... You're not an animal person. No, no, no. I'm saying saying once COVID's done, I'm saying if you're a... a What is it? What do you... If you work at the at the pound or it's probably not the pound but do they still call it the pound i don't know maybe if you work at the animal human shelter rescue? shelter whatever the average sized animal shelter where i go to get uh, i always called it a used dog <laughs> where i go to get a used dog that sounds so bad it does sound bad okay so wherever you go to get a used dog in new york oh my gosh like, don't rescue. quit your job do, like, uh, even if you run out of dogs right now, do not quit your job because as soon as this COVID thing lifts and we don't know how long it's going to take, mm-hmm. whenever it lifts, you're going to get the dogs back. Well, I think so, a lot of people are just fostering. Oh, really? Because they have to close the humane the shelters the because of, they're not considered an essential service. Oh, so people are fostering dogs. That changes things because then it's kind of... And I, I'm sure they're hoping that like... <coughs> well, one, the dogs are going to get immediately cared for, which is good. Yeah. But second, that some of these people are going to fall in love and keep the dog. Yeah, probably. But I do know because I've seen a lot of celebrities being like, I'm fostering so-and-so. It's because... And I've seen their like people on the internet being like, we need, like, we need more foster animal parents. Foster? I'm skeptical, man. I don't know. I, am I just cynical here? I'm like, man. Yeah, you are. That's just selfish. To foster a dog? Because you know you're just using it for the next couple months. No, fostering... They're fostering the dogs because the dogs will either have to be put down because no one's going to come and take... No one can come and take care of them. Oh, they're going to have to, like, mass put down dogs. Because because the shelters have to close. Oh. So they're saying if, hey, we need people to foster these animals during corona... So that we don't have to put them down. Yeah, but then when they return their dogs, it's going to be the same thing. Well, maybe to... some of them will adopt them or, or yeah, maybe yeah, people yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. foster will come after well, Corona and adopt and them. And they're going to, that's probably true. That's probably true because. You is cynical. Jeez. No, no, no. But if you, that's true. If you spend a lot of time with a dog, I'm sure you fall in love with it. Yeah, absolutely. And people thought it'd be two weeks and then it's going to turn into 12 years. So 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years of sleep. What? You know the movie, 12 Years a Slave? I know the movie. I don't understand the reference. I just thought it was funny because I said 12 years, and then I thought of like, oh, we're 12 years a slave to this corona thing. Hopefully it doesn't have to No, years. it won't. Um, okay, okay. You wow, I feel significantly less cool right now that I had to explain my joke to you. All right. I loved, I'm, I loved, I'm loved. What? <laughs> I said I'm loved, I'm loved, I'm loved, I'm loved. <laughs> you are loved. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, a 90-year-old, this is the last piece of uh-huh. in great news. Uh, a 90-year-old grandma from Beaumont, Texas, beat COVID. Killing it, grandma. Allegedly, uh, she just yelled at it from her porch and it went away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, the story, the headline's, the headline's true. I mean, I definitely made up the second part. She shot it with her gun. Um, <laughs> and, okay, so I saw this one meme. This is kind of, this is hilarious. It's a little mm-hmm. dark. Uh, it said uh, R. Kelly. A bunch, everybody in jail who has some clout, who has some reach to the He's outside world, trying work, to get out, is like, "Get me out of jail! Yeah. I ain't trying to catch the corona." The corona. Yeah. Um, and of the slew of celebrities, so we know what's his name. Harvey Weinstein got it. 
he got out? He got it. Who, he got it? Yeah, he got corona. Oh, snap. And nobody's going to feel sorry at all. Um, yeah, that's rough. And then uh, Takashi69 wants out. They, de- they, they him? denied him. Did they? I, I saw that. He says, he's like, I got asthma. I got asthma. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, the last celebrity I know who was trying to get out is, uh, so Complex Magazine mm-hmm. said R. Kelly wants to get out for fear of COVID-19. And someone responded and said, if it was COVID-15, he'd be all right. I was like, wow. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so shout out to the writing group chat that uh, said that to me. That was a dud. That was funny. That's a funny play on words. Um, Do you think we ever get uh, remixed ignition back at parties or at weddings? Or is it permanently canceled? I think it's canceled. That's okay. Some things can rest in peace. You know what? After this coronavirus, there'll be a renaissance... And we'll have all new booty songs to dance to the club. <laughs> you know, it'll okay. there'll be new there'll be new songs to to dance to, and it should be like that. I think it's important to I don't know. Some people are like, oh, we need to separate our the work from like the artist or whatever. It's like, no, there is something about saying, hey, we have a standard. Of human decency. If you dip below that standard, love you, praying for you, goodbye. Until you, if, if he had been like remorseful and like, I'm so sorry, I'm getting help. Yeah. Homeboy didn't give a crap. Okay. Okay. I need to not talk about R. Kelly when we talk about this case because his is like pedophilia and yeah. that's terrible stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, there's definitely a line and it's somewhere before that. Yes, 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 yes. Where, how do you establish a line? Because I think that there is a good argument that you should separate the art from the artist in terms of if someone's really good at music, why should we, or I would say, no, let me say it this way. If someone does the time, they've paid for it, why should we like, continue to punish them like can't why can't we separate the art well i think you're saying that as in the sense of like it's past but we're still in the middle of oh r kelly yeah yeah for sure for sure so i mean there is a sense in which a lot of people that have done horrible things we forget about think of so many people in history um historical figures uh yo you think michael jackson was shady i don't know I don't know. Because I feel like on the one hand, there was always these weird allegations. Nothing got proved. Mm -hmm. And then, but I feel like after the, what was the documentary about R. Kelly called? Facing, Escaping R. Kelly? Escaping R. Kelly, something like that. Whatever it was. After that, I feel like it was just like, oh, who's the next celebrity we can go after? Who's like the next person we could probably. But didn't Michael Jackson's docuseries come out before the R. Kelly one? I think they made a second one. Like, I'm sure there was documentaries before, but I, I think it was after R. Kelly that they made a second one. Or they made a one about Michael Jackson. Yeah, because it's called Finding Neverland. Right, exactly. Um, I thought it came out right before the R. Kelly. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think R. Kelly spurred on the whole thing. Because whatever R. Kelly one, like, that... That blew up. That blew up. I didn't watch it. I didn't, I didn't watch actually, it. Actually, I don't even know. I didn't even know where to watch it. I'm not sure. I can't watch stuff like that. That's the thing. Like, I... It's hard 
for me emotionally to watch things like that. So I just don't even put myself there. I feel like when we think through the morality of artists, Mm -hmm. this is going to be so difficult to talk about. But this is what I'm saying. I'm like, why are we even trying to? Like, remix technician, like, so fun. Wedding song, such a jam. But, like, is it so culturally needed that we should make an argument to try to uh, keep that? No, to me, yeah. it's okay. like... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're and saying. And we can just... And to me, it's like, all right, you know what? Like, why is it so important that we have to... Yeah. It's it's easy to just let that go and be like, all right, we're going to miss out on some good songs, but there's other ones out there. And we always talk about, like, support the artist, support the artist. It's like, so if you're telling me that to support, you know, my up-and-coming artists, listen to my music, listen to my music. So if I'm listening to R. Kelly, support the artist, I don't want to support the artist. So I'm just not going to listen to the music. So the consumption of the art is always tied to support to the artist. Yeah. Is what you're saying. And I think... I think it, it's cert- I think there's a certain point in history when things sort of change, but I think it takes like hundreds of years. Okay, so there's <laughs> there's people who like who are going back in time, not going back in time, but they're like, okay, screw Washington because he had slaves. Yeah, and it's like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Slavery was bad. Yeah, but you kind of have to measure morality against the morality of the people there. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's a different right? argument than the R. Kelly one. For sure, because that's not normal. But I'm, I think what I'm trying to say is that, like, can you separate a person's work or what they did from their personal morality? Will you ever be able to appreciate Adolf Hitler's art? Because it's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. I've never seen it. Well, he didn't get into art school, so it can't be that good. Actually, it's not so... I can't look it up on my phone and show you because you don't let me be on my phone on the podcast. Okay, what do you want to say about his art? It's not bad. So you support him? This is what I'm telling you. (laughs) This is what I asked you. Little butt face. I am trying to think. I don't know if I ascribe to... And there's levels to this, and there's like a scale to this. So obviously there's a sense in which... Yeah, if I don't like... If it's just I don't like you, it's whatever. But if, like... Okay, if, if, uh, okay, if it's R, uh, okay, so if it's R. Kelly, Mm -hmm. and the only way I can listen to his music is to go out and buy his CD, knowing that a dollar from that sale is gonna go to him, Mm -hmm. I'm like, fam, I'm not doing that. Every listen, you make money on every Spotify listen. No, he's not. Yeah, you do. I wanted to research it. We need to talk to, we need to talk, not to R. Kelly. It's like 15 cents a listen. Uh, No, it's not. 15 cents a listen? There's no way they're paying 15 cents a listen. A listen? It's, it's probably something. like fifteen cents for like a mil- like a thousand cycles or something like that. Fifteen cents a listen. There's no way they have so that, huh? I want to Google it and prove you wrong so bad. We'll Google it and then bring it up next episode. But there's no way. Okay, so remember this for next time. How much do people actually get paid for Spotify? Because fifteen cents a listen is way too much money. I think it it depends on your clout. Yeah. I don't think they could pay 15 cents a listen. There's That's way, 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 way too much. Think about... Think about the revenue that... So Spotify gets, what, 10 bucks a person max, right? A month, yeah. And... Okay, so maybe it's like one cent a listen. 
Right. So that's the thing. It's like... Or maybe it's like 0.05 cents a listener. So I feel like it's so far removed that I'm not actually putting money in this guy's pocket. But that's the problem. If everyone thinks that, suddenly R. Kelly has a million monthly listeners and there's a million dollars. Okay. How do I get back to... I'm like, this... I'm trying to think through. Okay, anyway. I'm not trying to, like, advocate cancel culture, but I am trying to advocate the idea of, like, we can let things go. Like, yeah, we don't and I'm not trying to, to defend hold... R. Kelly either. That's That should be clearly stated. I know you're not trying to defend his actions. <laughs> no, but... I think what I'm trying to figure out is, and I'm trying to figure this out, is can, can you, can you, first of all, can you separate the work from the artist's? No, can you can you separate consuming the work slash art from supporting the person behind it? And I th- what if okay, what if an evil person created the COVID uh, cure? Oh, okay. So I'm a benefit from his work mm-hmm. or her, because we know women are evil too. Mm-hmm. Um, or but it's like, but I'm putting money in this evil woman's pocket, right? So it seems to me that like I should be able to separate that person's work from this. This I'm saying I don't support that person's actions or mm-hmm. their morality. But listen, I'm trying to cure my grandma out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. So what's so to walk that one step further? If you were to take that into an entertainment world, why? I guess entertainment's a little different though because it's the person entertaining you. Absolutely. Whereas it's not like they're creating a product. Well, they kind of are creating a product in some ways. Ah, this is so com- This is so all over the place. Not all over the place, but it's so confusing for me. I think you're... I don't know. I'm like listening to you and I'm like, why are you trying to make... Why are you really trying to hold on to this thing? Hmm. I think why I'm trying to hold on to it is because I think that there's still value in someone's work, even though they can be in a best in a better case broken in a worst case a bad person i'm saying there's there's still uh, there's there can still be value in their work and i think that's what i'm trying to so i'm trying to take it i'm not trying to think about r kelly but i'm trying Mm -hmm. to think through someone who's who's not a good person Mm -hmm. or or is operating out of brokenness so they're they're in some ways they could be bad person but they could also be just a victim of their own yeah. yeah right uh, we think about the craziness of the people in Tiger King and all of them had like crazy broken backgrounds, yeah. right? Freaking all of them should be in jail. <clears throat> so, um, so the thing is, is like, can I, I don't know. I just, I think I want to value someone's work and not make, and not make it a statement to say, oh, if they have good work, they must be a good person. And I can still appreciate the work and still, but not support the person. Mm. I think it's interesting when with someone like with Hollywood or musicians or actors and actresses, entertainers, like we already, they don't show up on the scene as bad guys, right? Because they wouldn't get, they wouldn't get work. So we already have a catalog of work to look at and appreciated. And then when things come to the surface and we realize, oh, this person is not trustworthy. Oh, this person is actually hurting other people. This person sh- does belong in jail. At that point, I'm like, okay, I appreciated their work. I saw it. It is good. 
But to me, there's no value in continually feeding my mind from that person because I'm like, yeah, there is a level at which I'm like, oh, if that person has been operating like that, if like if R. Kelly has been, I didn't know any of the R. Kelly stuff before. Apparently had, people had known about it and like the P tape thing had been around right. and like yeah. the wedding to that one woman, the girl had been around. I didn't know any of that. But when all that stuff comes out at that point, you're like, oh my gosh, the whole time this person was making bangers, they were also completely dysfunctional, unhealthy and and abusing other people. At that point, I'm like, to me, it's a little tainted. Yeah. And okay. the, The thing about R. Kelly is that like his music is sexualized and his crime is also sexualized. Yes. So to me, like that's that's a huge problem because it's yes. in that way, I don't think you can separate consuming the art, mm-hmm. knowing that the subject matter of the art is actually hand in hand with the crime that he's committing. But like even back to a little bit of my point of Adolf Hitler, like I can look at his photos now, like his paintings and like pictures of his paintings, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, oh my gosh, he, he was a great artist. These are really cool. Am I going to hang any in my home? No, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, 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 that's true. Right? Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> so I think it comes to yeah, this that's point, a good point of like, it's not like I'm not, yeah. I'm not like saying like, oh, R. Kelly's trash. He never had any good songs. That ignition song sucks. It's like, no, it was good. But you're saying I'm not going to support him. I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not okay. going to have that song at my wedding anymore. And and does it make a difference? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, but I we know didn't in have my a song at our wedding. <laughs> that was the one thing we said to our DJ. That song and something else. Was there a second song? there was i forget oh it was all during the michael jackson thing so i don't think we had any michael jackson either we didn't i think i i was still like listen i i i think michael jackson's fair game i don't remember i think we made a joke with our dj he's like yeah it's gonna be rough what weddings now no michael jackson no r kelly yeah yeah yeah. i I think there's like a good level and this sounds bad but maybe in 100 200 years people can circle back around to remix indignation What's this song even called? Remix to Ignition? It's called... Or is it Ignition Remix? It's Ignition Remix. Remixes in brackets. That's what I thought. I think, yeah. Um, hmm. So that's like... that. Like, it, it, part of it is time. Part of it is cultural relevancy. Part of, it, part of it is... Like, if R. Kelly had created the Corona Cure, it's like... Dang straight, let's give everyone the Corona Cure. <laughs> but hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That was an interesting conversation. It was, it was. I'm still trying to... Something the, is unsettled I'm, in you? I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to like let things settle and see right. see, see the mess we made and see how I feel about it. Mm. I'll probably bring it up later. I think I'm thinking about it in the political world too. So I think, yeah. for instance, uh, again, no statement in terms of support or non-support of of someone like trump Mm -hmm. but comes out with a stimulus package or Mm -hmm. um probably has done i imagine he's done something good for people in this time Mm -hmm. and and yet like there's a refusal to give like any credit or you know what i mean where i'm like i I don't know if that's true what do you mean refusal to give trump any credit i think there's a lot of people giving him credit. No, I think his base is for sure. I think even if you listen. So, do, okay, let, let's talk about the $2 trillion bailout mm-hmm. uh, and who's going to pay for it. And your children, and your children, um, and their children. Anyone seen that meme? 
Everyone's seen that. It's, it's the a greatest. Laugh. Everyone, I was dying when I saw that. It was it's so actually funny. really funny. Bailout. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like people are reluctant to give him credit. I feel like people are going to find fault in it, even though. But I don't know if we can say that's Trump specific. Because I feel like it's interesting. I feel like the mainstream media tries to give him credit. I think Fox News is probably the only. Because I say this because there's so much garbage they could report on and they just ignore half of it. So like the fact of like how he treats reporters and no one ever reports on that. Yeah. But when a reporter asks Trump in this scary time, what do you have to say to families of America and his immediate responses. I think they, I would say that you're a terrible reporter or a woman tries to ask him a question about Corona and he gets all defensive and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. just be nice. Why are you coming? Why are you yelling at me? And she's just asking a normal question. And it's like, just like, I wish I had a great Trump impersonation. I'm so glad you don't because you would do it all the time and I would punch you. Probably. I'm. This is what I will say about Trump. He is definitely 100% 2020's greatest rapper. <laughs> you think? Yeah, you do think that. Yeah, Trump is the greatest rapper of 2020 for sure. He Explain. might be. He might be the greatest rapper of 2016 to 2020. If if he's that, he definitely has a full term of being the greatest rapper. And <laughs> I can't even handle. I can't go from the R. Kelly conversation to this conversation emotionally. I'm too riled up. Okay, that's fair. Um. The Korean government, they sent care packages to the people who were exposed to the virus, exposed to the virus in order to make sure that they could stay quarantined. That's nice. Could we have done something similar? I guess not, because I'm like, in retrospect, but like, we didn't know that this was going to be. Well, it's also hard because when you compare even Canada to America, right? Canada's population is the size of California. America has 365 million people. Mm-hmm. Canada has 36 million. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people. It's just harder to scale certain things. Probably. And that's a problem where I think a lot of people face in um, trying to be like, other countries do this. I'm like, well, are they as big as America? Do you have stuff that you really want to chat about before we can move into the... We're at 42 minutes, so I figure... I guess I can come back to some of these. Anything? Well, we could bring it up now because then we could swing into the Tiger King. And we can end off with the Ask Reddit. Okay. Um, one thing I had written down that I thought was funny was someone posted. They were like, well, I'm finally realizing that all the things I thought I would do if I only had time are still not getting done. <laughs> and I was like, it's so true. Everyone thinks like, oh, if I only had time, I'd become a master painter and I'd take up making sourdough. Everyone's taking up making sourdough, though. But like I deep clean my house and I do this and I do that. Is anyone doing it? Mm-mm. No. Nope. Maybe like a tenth of the population. Yeah. The new Instagram flex is pretending to clean. It's not pretending to go to Paris. It's pretending to clean. Pretending to clean, like yeah. people pose while they're cleaning. Yeah, like in organizing and like, oh, look at me! I've organized and I've cleaned and I've done all these house things. That's the new flex on Instagram. It's really? not look at where I traveled to. It's look at what I've done. 
around the house. Yeah, which I'm like, just let it go. Just drop it. Just be wherever you're at. Like, there's nothing to prove. Well, okay. As someone who just learned what cleaning was, I think that that's a worthy accomplishment. Yeah, but it's like fake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's I, I don't think that that's... I mean, you did just... It's exciting for you because you're like, oh my gosh, I just learned that I should wipe down my cabinets. Yeah, I never used to wipe the cabinet doors. For what? I don't, I'm not throwing food at it. I literally just wiped them down yesterday, guys. Or two days ago. When was my birthday? Two days ago. Because mm-hmm. there was coffee dripped on them, flour dripped on them, some other substance dripped on them. And I wiped them down because I saw that they were dirty. Thanks. You're welcome. I appreciate that. So it does happen, whether you mean to or not. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. But um, all right, uh, should we talk Tiger, Tiger King? Mm-hmm. Sure. Some fallout. Okay, what are what are your thoughts in summary of like? Okay, now that it's all done, I'll say this: I felt like after episode four, I was getting bored. Me too. So it came out hot, but I did out. I did yeah. feel like I was getting bored. Because I don't think I. It's hard because they did a. That back end was a lot of him going to jail. And I get that because that was a really big thing. And he's in jail now. Yes. But I, it wasn't as crazy as the other stuff. <laughs> Isn't Is that it, shocking? Like, it was not as I crazy think it's, as the other It's stuff. crazy that I think... I think it was. But I think it's just as crazy as it sounds. The level of crazy got normalized. Which is scary moving forward. Yeah. Because I feel like, is there, is there anything that can move me after this? <laughs> well, do you think he belongs in jail? Do I think he belongs in jail? Yes, yes. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Now, is he 100% guilty of the murder for hire? No, I think he is still. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, he is. He is. You like, think I, he did the murder for hire? I, well, okay. So the options are, it's either he did it mm-hmm. and it, and the, the case got played out the way it did. Mm-hmm. The other option is, is that, what's the guy's name? Jeff? Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe. That he set up mm-hmm. Joe Exotic, which is a possibility because when he has the conversation with the hitman guy, yeah. do you remember his name? His name? Alan. Alan? Yeah. Um, so when he's having the conversation with the hitman guy, he says, all right, I'm working with the feds. Can you make me a deal? No. Like they need to talk with me and work out the, this is about getting Joe down. Yeah. What this is did, about, like yeah. it's, it's, he's like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the whole thing was like spoon feeding him that, like, mm-hmm. Hey, listen, the feds are listening. We're recording this call. I need you to put Joe in jail. And the whole time you had heard how much Joe and Alan hated each other. So why would Alan kill someone for Joe if Joe and Alan hated each other? Alan was like, I hated that guy. That's true. That's where I'm like, I don't That's a good for $3,000. And then he's like, I just did it to mess. I'm like, I don't trust that. And I never liked that Alan guy. You didn't like that Alan guy? I didn't like him in the beginning. Yeah, and that was Jeff's, like, right-hand man mm-hmm. who, like, came to manage the zoo. And if you see the videos of that, like, Jeff supposedly took, like, documenting all of these things, mm. in the videos, Joe is surprisingly calm. And he doesn't yell back and he doesn't threaten Jeff. And he's he just like, what are you talking about? I don't understand. I didn't do that. This isn't what happened. So I'm like, that's the only time I've seen... Joe not on level 10. Yeah. But I think that's because he got confronted and he was actually guilty. Like, but I think that was There was a couple videos of that. I know. I think I think he's like, hey, listen, like, you... Because you, I think Jeff was legitimately 
Well, there was the campaign thing, which right. which Joe definitely did. But there was other videos. There was a few other videos they showed. And I think okay, so when he got confronted with the cam- with mishandling the campaign money, uh-huh. and he shrunk down mm-hmm. because he wasn't the biggest man in the jungle, like he wasn't the king of the jungle anymore. Mm-hmm. He realized he had done wrong, and the other guy had owned the zoo, so he wasn't in- he wasn't in a position of power anymore. Yeah. And when he was confronted with his wrong, he shrunk down. But he he owned up to it. He did. And uh, that's why I think when it came to the did he h- hire or did he like whatever, mm-hmm. like talk about going after Carol, he did the same thing. He shrunk down and he kind of, he didn't, he did say it. He did kind of say like, hey, like he didn't, he didn't say, he didn't spell it out like, but he did, I think he acknowledged the fact that he did. What? Which one are you talking about? He talked about the $3,000 going to the hitman. But he talked about that he was told from Jeff to do that. He wasn't told from Jeff to do that. He said... No, at the end, he said, I got th- we got $3,000 from donations on Thanksgiving Day. And Jeff told me to give Take it to Alan. Take that money to give to Alan. Alan was going to go to South Carolina. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or Florida? No, no Florida. South Carolina. Oh. So he... Oh, yeah, yeah. The South hit Carolina. was you're right, you're Florida, right. quote unquote. The hit was him going to Florida. But there was text messages between Alan and Jeff before the hit even came into place on Carol Baskin. Where Alan was like, I can't work for this guy, da-da-da-da-da. And Jeff was like, oh, maybe you should go to South Carolina. So Jeff, so Alan was going to South Carolina. I don't know, maybe Doc Antle's place. I'm not sure where in South Carolina. But basically... Oh, no, no, I think that's where I'm confused. South Carolina is Carol's place. No, Carol's place is Florida. In Myrtle Beach? Myrtle Beach is South Carolina. It is? Yes. Oh, I thought Myrtle... Sorry, there you go. Okay, all right, my bad. So... Then, according to Joe, allegedly, Joe says that Jeff tells Joe, give Alan $3,000, he's going to South Carolina. And Joe thinks he's getting rid of Alan. But for some, but an Alan side of the story, he was given $3,000. For the hit. And he was on his way to Florida, but he never makes it to Florida. And then he says, allegedly, I... I didn't make it. or I didn't make it because I got scared. Yeah, I guess I backed out. I guess I backed out, order, and so that's oh, so that's Alan saying, "This is never the plan." But allegedly, I just changed. I had yeah. to change. But a in heart. court, Alan said he went to Florida. In court, Alan said he got to Florida. Oh, Joe, we gotta free my man, Joe. Now you in it? What I were didn't you doing? Were you paying? You really were bored if you weren't paying attention to this. No, yeah, yeah, videos. I was kind of losing steam, and the, and you know what? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Who Joe knows? did the murder for hire. The animal abuse, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think he should be Actually, in jail for the abuse to his husband. And he but. was really remorseful for the abuse of animals. Yeah. But he was never, he never was remorseful for the murder for hire. Yeah. Which makes me think. Yeah, I think he he's. Oh, snap. There was even someone that said they're like, he does not have a poker face. One of his guys said that. So I'm like, I don't think that he's an entertainer for sure, but I don't think he's like this big liar. He's manipulative of his sexual partners, for sure. Yes. But he's not, like... And I think he can lie, but I don't think he's, like, an intelligent liar. No, he's he's not, like, hiding some grand scam. I think if he did the murder for hire, we'd know it. And the fact that he would constantly talk about his hate and constantly talk Mm -hmm. about killing Carol, it does make it less likely that... In a weird way that... He actually did it, yeah. That he actually did it, and 
Because you would think you would kind of like quiet down as you're scheming. But the fact that he was so loud about it consistently, mm-hmm. it was like a punchline. It was his way to like verbally hate her. Yeah. It wasn't actually. Yeah. Dang, son. I don't think he did the murder. So that Jeff guy is really. And then he's scamming the new guy with the new zoo thing. Yeah. I think Jeff. I think that. He's a problem. Doc, Doc should be in jail for the women thing. Carol should be in jail for her husband and just being a general fraud. Everybody should be in jail. Everyone should be in jail. No one. Saf. Like the if you became president, uh-huh. would you just executive order chuck these people in jail? No, you can't do that. You can't. No, you what? can't executive order some people to jail. Why not? That's why you have the judicial branch. Judicial branch. It's a three branch government. Really? Yeah. But can't you free people as the president? You can. You can get grant clemency, but you can't throw them in jail. That's crazy. You can only free people, but you can't throw people in jail. Correct. Because they have to be tried by a jury of their peers, innocent until proven. Yeah, I'm the president. You Sorry. tell me I can't chuck Don't you in jail? Em- yep, exactly. What, what if I executive decision a brand new jail that you happen to be in? What? What if I don't call it a jail? What if I say, all right, as an executive order, I've built this building. No, you can't do that. And I command invite. No, because as a president, you're there to defend <laughs> the rights of your people. You can't take those rights away. So there's no chance. Then I I can't become a person. I mean, you could probably lean on the FBI to indict them with some sort of charge, potentially trumped up charge. That's true. Uh, Okay, I'm going to run through some some stuff about, and I'll let you react or respond. Okay. All right, there's a podcast. Oh, wait, wait, no, Carol's case has been reopened. Oh, yeah, Carol's case, into her husband. Yeah, her missing husband. Yeah, so because of all the buzz, because of the documentary. Because of that sardine oil. (laughs) Because... The weird thing about Carol was that she always smiled and laughed. She's so guilty. It's so creepy. She's At so the guilty. very least, she has like she's a sociopathic. She's definitely gonna get caught. There's no way that the case gets reopened, the whole world is watching, and this charade gets to get kept. I don't up. know. It's twenty year it's a twenty year cold case. She's definitely going to jail. I think she'll I think so. <laughs> I think because there's so many like now that there's so much publicity about it uh-huh. someone is gonna do the due di- diligence because there's so many holes in that case right yeah they're gonna find a way um that's the first thing mm-hmm. second thing there's a podcast i didn't know there was a podcast about this tiger king yeah we just found out about that last night yeah um apparently if you listen to the podcast you're more sympathetic to the fact that carol didn't do it yeah because she has a whole side of the story yeah that doesn't really get explored carol's opinion is that it was the executive assistant yeah. which who I knows? mean, they don't present the ed- evidence no. in the in the docu series. It's a possibility. I still think Carol, Carol is um, guilty. Um, <laughs> Joe Exotic had three other husbands. Yes, that didn't show up in the docu series yes. at various times in his life, which is wild and crazy. Yeah, he and they all he met them all when they were like nineteen. 19 was like his magic number. Yeah, that was so, like, he... That's why Joe belongs in jail, right there. He only marries 19-year-old straight Straight men. Yeah. That's an issue. That's a problem. Yeah. That's concerning. Very concerning. Because even if you have a sexual orientation and you think this is okay and this is how I'm going to live my life, you would think that you would still pick someone who's not fresh 19 and also... It's very you predatory. You assume that they would share the same sexual orientation. That's... I don't know how they, they... They say they're straight, but why do they marry Joe? Why? 
Yeah, well, we know the story with the one kid. He was yeah. kind of Drugs getting his and... drug needs met. Yeah. His, yeah, like that was, was so sad. Um, <clears throat> James Gerritsen. James Gerritsen. Was James the guy on the jet ski? He's the guy on the jet ski. <laughs> what a scene. He is America's worst looking spy. <laughs> oh my gosh, he is such a character. I That was really interesting. I still understand the jet ski scene. That dragged on for so long. That was funny. Um I wish they should make a spin-off on just him. Well, he said he said he doesn't think he's done with this story. Well, he's going to try to screw over Jeff cuz he's pissed at Jeff. Homeboy's going to get screwed over. Jeff? Everyone's going to get screwed over. Do you remember the time where uh, someone, they literally changed religions three times in a sentence? He's like, I believe in God, and her name is Karma, and she is like this. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, Who said that again? I can't, I don't remember. One of the interviewees. Um, So he got, Jeff, Joe Exotic got 22 years. Mm -hmm. We're going to see Joe, we're going to see him again. Yeah, five years. Because, what is it, a third of your sentence, and then you can get an appeal and get out? Is that kind of how it is? I'm like not you, sure. If you serve a third of your sentence and you're like on good behavior. Maybe. So we're going to see Joe Exotic again. We are going to see Joe Exotic. Um, which. He's trying to get out of jail. When did he get in jail? Twenty Summer of 2018. 2018? Mm-hmm. So six years from now. Yeah, there you go. In six years, we're going to have Joe back. So we'll see what's up Joe, after that. Joe, 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 And then he's probably going to run for president. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't. I, it's so funny that we never. I didn't know he was running for president in the 2016 election. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> he's, he's just some dude. Um, all right. And then Doc Antle got raided, which we found out at the end of the. But did anything come from that raid? Something's got to come. Um, I wonder if they found the gas chamber. The alleged gas chamber. And the alleged crematorium. Yeah. Sad times. Sad times. Any other thoughts before we... Pray for the animals. Pray for the women and men in these weird abusive relationships. That's true. Um, Okay, I got two Ask Reddit questions. This is how we're going to try to end off the pod. Love it. Uh, I read this and I'm like, dang, we're talking too much about animals right now. But um, you're a villain Uh and you have any animal to fight alongside you. What do you choose? Oh. I wouldn't say a tiger, and I would say I would have said a tiger before Tiger King. So yeah. I got to stick with my guns. Your I'm going with the jump. You know what it is? There was a there was King Ezekiel in uh, in Walking Dead, and he had a tiger. That's cool. That was pretty. That was pretty ba. So I think if I was, ideally I wouldn't be a villain. I'd be a good guy. But if I could have a sidekick animal that fought alongside me, tiger for sure. Part of me thinks of, like, a sharp-taloned bird, like a hawk or something. Yeah. Because they don't eat as much as tigers or You think about the management of it. Yeah. That's, that's smart. That's a huge freaking animal. You that's a good point. You hear how much it costs to feed a tiger every 10, year? 10000 a year or yeah. 3000 if you're Joe. <laughs> yeah, 3000 if you're feeding them Walmart meat. Um, a talon? Really? A hawk or something? Because then they can fly around and they can scratch your eyes out. Okay, I'm definitely going to be a better villain than you. Um, Well, I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and last question. Uh, If you were to time travel back 100 years, how would you make the world a better place? Mm. My answer, this actually wasn't kind of... This was inspired by a NAS credit, but I kind of modified it because I had a story, which was we were sitting on the couch, and I said, 
oh my gosh, I don't know how to make soap. Because what if I get time traveled back in time and I have to teach people what soap is to save thousands and millions of lives? I'm like, I don't know how to make soap. I don't know what it's made out of. And how would I, how would I convince people that soap is necessary? Because think about it. If you don't believe in bacteria, because mm-hmm. you can't see it, you never see bacteria. You just know its effects. How would I convince people that there's this thing called bacteria? Oh, and by the way, this thing that only I can make right now is what you need to fix this problem that you can't actually see. That's but, a hard a hard situation here. But I think I would definitely try to invest and say my my save the world idea, mm-hmm. if I could go back 100 years, is I'm going to try to invent and propagate the production of soap. Interesting. Hmm. What would I do? Go back 100 years. So it's like the beginning of the 1900s. The roaring 20s, if you will. Hmm. Do you tell the flappers to calm down? It's hard, though, because everything builds off of each other. So the idea of bringing one thing back, it's like, how do you bring one thing back without all of the things that led to that moment? Maybe? Would it be a piece of medical technology? You know what? No, I think I would bring letters and writings and books. Oh, books would be a good idea. Yeah. That's cool. I'm thinking people like Martin Luther King Jr. I thought you were going to say like Harry Potter or something. No. No, I'm just kidding. They don't deserve Harry Potter. <laughs> I love Harry Potter. I'm rereading them right now. Martin Luther King? I'm thinking of things like that where they talk about the belief in betterment of all people. Ooh. The quicker we can get everyone the same equal rights, the better. That's a good idea. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. That's good. Cool. Yeah. All right. That's what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Peace out, everybody. Cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So Amazon Prime, watch it. It's like a fake history retelling. It it basically yeah. looks at America as if the the Nazis won the war uh-huh. and like Nazi owns two thirds of the East Coast and Japan owns like a third of the West Coast. Mm-hmm. There's a neutral zone in the middle. But Hitler's getting old and there's all of this stuff that's this like drama that's happening because people are trying to people within the Nazi regime are trying to like get the throne from Hitler. Right. Like, yeah, they're power hungry. Yeah. And so you end up realizing like, whoa, it could have been worse than Hitler because there's these evil people within the Nazi regime. I don't know if it'd be worse. I don't know. Worse is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a fictitious Amazon. But it, it, it makes you think like. It wasn't all dependent on one person. Oh, that's a better way to put it. That's a better way to right? put it. Right? Like, yeah. it, things still could have continued on without it, him. It would have been a different person, but maybe yeah. not him. Yeah. Maybe some of the ideas had been planted into the culture so deeply that... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard because, like, you're like, okay, if I do write something like, this is what's going to happen. Right. Does Does it make a difference? Or does it kind of segue into another catastrophe? Right. I, I kind of want to say, and you also have to think like what would be like received well. Yeah. So. Suppose there's a picture. Suppose it couldn't be a message. It had to be a picture. Let's say it had to be a picture. Cause then you know it, what I would say? What? The earth is round. <laughs> That's what I would say. 
I would funny. say that. You would draw the draw the world as a globe. Uh-huh. And I'd say the world is a globe. Well, the English wouldn't translate because there's no English yet. But if you oh, just drew... that's right. Right? But if you drew the earth as a globe... That'd be hard. You can't really... It would just look like... It could still look like a flat disc. Oh, dang. You played yourself. Yeah. You just affirmed the flat earthers. They're like, look, see, we have this 10,000-year-old picture that proves the earth is flat. Which That's honestly doesn't That would anything. be so sad. You know what I would... Imagine if you tried to stop the flat earthers and you end up just confirming it more. I don't really know if a cave drawing of a flat earth is much evidence for flat earthers, though. Uh, particularly because they most of them believe that the earth is like 6,000 years old. So they're like, well, exactly. this picture is not 10,000 years old. But I right. stumbled upon a Facebook post of just like a random person was talking about coronavirus and something or another. And then this other random person started posting about how the earth is flat and was like a Christian and had all these verses. And I was like, this is the first Christian flat earther I've come across. I didn't know flat earthers... And Christianity somehow met in the middle. They don't. It was so odd. It was shocking. Or maybe they should. I don't know. Anyway, no comment. I'm just like, I I can't. I think I would draw the cross. Draw the cross. Yeah. And maybe just a cross and a crown and see. Ooh, a cross and a crown. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Could be interpreted so many different ways, though. Who knows? That's true. No one will ever know the intent behind the picture. Because I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not a biblical scholar myself, but I'm acquainted with some of the ideas in that world. Mm-hmm. That might cause more confusion because what they would say is that, oh, Jesus wasn't actually um, unique or an individual. It was this community of people projecting what they knew about the cave onto this Jesus figure. Yeah, that's why that is that thought process behind, like, if you see knowledge on the cave. But who? here's also the other thing, like, who... Are they going to take whatever's drawn on the cave as fact? Because there's so many, Correct. there's like other cave drawings out there. And we don't base our... We don't our, base anything off them. That's at least that point. I'm aware of. I can't name one. That's why I'm doing Raptors 2020. That would be so funny. That would just be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just draw the American flag. That would be pretty awesome. That would, oh my America. gosh. Well, I'm trying to think what, how would that be interpreted? Imagine if we discovered it now. We went back 10,000 years and saw the American flag. Time travelers are real. No, I would 100%. Thought, my first thought was, I knew Columbus didn't discover America. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even though that doesn't logically line up, it'd yeah, be funny. It would be funny. Okay. All right. Sound good? We good? I think we're good. I think I'm not mad at you anymore. <laughs> That's good to know. And you still let me play COD? Yeah, I guess. Mostly because I don't want to hang out with you anymore. All right. I love you. And, I love you too. Um, to everybody listening, oh. shout out. Um, peace uh, in the Middle East. I was going to say that. <laughs> peace in the cave. All right. Peace in the cave. Um, and peace to Tiger King. Bless him. <laughs> Honestly, put on your prayer list, Joe Exotic, Doc Antle, and Carol okay. Baskin. Okay. I know we were wrapping it up, but there was one part. We've been watching a show for four or five episodes, however yeah. many. And then Joe is at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. He's like, and, oh, and yeah. all of a sudden, out of the blue, he goes, man, God is either going to get me through this or he's going to. And I was like, everybody turn becomes a yep, believer. Yep. When, when Wait, the, no, no, he said, God is in control. That was like, and oh. I was like, what? God? When did he believe in God? Like it just, <laughs> it yo, came out of nowhere. You, yo, when your back's up against the wall, 
it's written on the inside, man. You know. Anyway. You know God is real. Yep, that's true. And his name is Jesus. All right, everybody. Peace. Talk to you guys soon. Love you all. Bye.